Emotional Detox, seven steps to releasing toxicity and energizing joy is out in the world now. Most of what we have been calling an emotion is actually a reaction. It is time to wipe the slate clean and learn the truth about our emotions, including the power they have to transform our lives, relationships, communities, health, finances, and more. Welcome to Emotional Detox with Sherrianna Boyle. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Emotional Detox. Today, I have a very special guest with me. Her name is Elizabeth Hamilton Garino. Did I say, I hope I said that correct. She can correct me. (laughs) She is a 19-year veteran of the financial services and regulatory compliance training industry. Now a recognized leader in personal development, Elizabeth is the founder and CEO of the Best Ever You Network, a brand with more than 1 million followers in social media and 2 million radio downloads on the Best Ever You show. Woo! With a mixture of humor and grace, Elizabeth helps people root in gratitude, discover motivation, and implement positive lasting change. An expert in mentoring people to market their strengths and achieve brand excellence, she works with clients worldwide to illuminate their light within, develop their best life, and become their best ever you with gratitude-based behavior and belief systems. She is also the author of a book called Percolate, a Hay House author. I have the book. I love the book. Um, Elizabeth, welcome to the show. Thank you. That's a lot of of stuff there. (laughs) To, uh, You're so cute. Own up to, I guess. But um, I, I, I love your book. I mean, you've been a big part of Best Ever You and um, just a guiding light for all of us. I always tell you that. I think our books go hand in hand. They're, uh, they're, we they're yes, we, do. We, we joke and we say they should be married. <laughs> <laughs> That's our big thing, yeah. Help people. Absolutely. So, um, what I love about Perculi, um, those of you that are listening, is it, it, it really, well, number one, I love the cover. <laughs> I, I absolutely love the title. And it's just one of those books, folks, that you could, pick, you could put down and you could pick up again. And it truly is like a coffee table book. And, and the other thing I love about it, Elizabeth, is that it, it reaches all audiences. It's really a wide, you know, any of all ages and, and gives you really practical tips and reflections and insight. And I guess I want to begin with, with the title. How did you come up with this idea? Um, Percolate. Thank you again (laughs) for all your kind words. Um, The, I agree with you that it, it's G-rated. It's written like a Walt Disney movie, kind of like, you know, a, a bad Walt Disney movie, but <laughs> not as good as that. But you know what I mean? Anybody could pick it up and, and, and read it of all ages. Um, but the name Percolate came from, really came from my dad. It was a kind of a serious moment where my, my dad is written about in the book, and he's a stroke survivor. And he had a stroke in 2004. And he lived through it and we were in a rehab facility and they had wheeled him down for um, a rehab exercise about ABCs. And um, 
through that, the nurse warned me and my mom that um, he probably wouldn't say much because of what's happened to him and all that sad stuff. And instead, he rattled off when the nurse said, what word comes to mind when you say A? He said aardvark. And we're like, oh boy, <laughs> he's lost it. But then he said benevolence, courage, determination, excellence. Um, I've changed F from a swear word to the word faith. <laughs> um, but, you know, this, this really inspirational line of um, words got, got said. And in that moment, I was like, wow. I, t I carried journals around with me then. Um, and I wrote percolate. I, well, I drew this terrible, I'm a terrible artist. I drew this teapot. And it had the ABCs coming out the spout thing. And I wrote, you know, ABCs of life. And um, that's kind of where it came from. And I decided to sort of tie it into coffee metaphors and percolate and all that good stuff. It just sort of kind of came to us one day <laughs> that it was, it was going to be coffee. Coffee and self-help because those were things that people love. I, 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 I hope that made sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I love hearing that. What a great story. And I, I know you, you talk about your dad a lot. I, I see you post your thoughts about and missing him. And I can, I can imagine a lot of people can relate to you and your story. And I, I was thinking about it this morning because when I knew you were coming on the show today, and I was thinking about emotional detox and, and, and how that all, this all connects. And I'm in the emotional detox formula, uh, one of the steps is visualization. And I love the idea of percolate, one, because the, just the image of it, of a cup of coffee. I mean, there really isn't much time in the day when I just kind of sit <laughs> and, yeah. and, and reflect. Yeah. And it and I am thinking about it, your book and the title and the whole I, the whole brand and I'm thinking, it's so true. Like that is the one time in my day with my cup of coffee in my hand, and I just sit and let myself be, and it's quiet. And and the other thing I love about percolate is it reminds me of feeling right. That whole image of filtering coffee, you know, brewing coffee. That's what it feels like. Cause you know, really some of the intention of the show is to really teach people how to feel again, right? Because I believe that we're a culture that we've lost it. You know, we've lost, there's so much reactivity in the world that we're becoming numb and we're becoming desensitized to our own feelings. Um, and and I, I really wanted to have you on the show because I believe percolate, it keeps our feelings brewing, right? It keeps us connected to what they are along with your stories. And I think that's why, you know, I believe some of why people just are drawn to your show and your work because you do bring that to the table. You know, you keep it real and raw and um, anything you want to add to that and, and what you've learned. I know Percolate's been out for a while now. Five, still um, five years, isn't that crazy? <laughs> okay, so it's got it's got some history behind it, and and so tell us a little bit about what what have you learned since since it since you produced since you gave birth to percolate. What what is what is some that how has the message um, transformed? How has it impacted you? Just give us a little bit of your learnings, your wisdom. Well, I I sort of think. People really walk around needing each other more than maybe they let on. 
And you mentioned my dad. My dad just passed away October 19th, which is is really sad. He was in the hospital all of 2018 and um, then passed away in October. And it made me really think about grief and percolate and how people really feel and what people really think and the face they put on maybe in social media to, to help their brand or their world or keep up or whatever it is. And I kind of prefer something else. I really like to connect with people on what's going on great and what's going on that's not so great, you know, so that you really know people. And I'm kind of fascinated by people in that way and fascinated when people are vulnerable and they have something like, um, like let's say I need to, somebody needs to lose a hundred pounds or even me, like lately I've been out there in social media, like I need to lose 20 pounds and I'm doing a sugar detox or whatever I'm doing. I find that the more you talk, about what's really actually going on in your world, whatever it is, even if you're asking for help, um, people will show up for you. And it's really cool. Even if one person um, shows up for you, that can be life-changing and life-altering. And so um, I'm a little bit opposite. Um, I'm not consumed with how many people follow me or how many people download or how many people buy it or whatever. I'm more consumed with the lives that actually get impacted and um, elevating other people is another favorite thing of mine you know like if somebody has a baby brand I love to you know if it's something I love I hope the world loves it too um, so I love impacting people like that in a really positive positive way um, so I guess to kind of answer your question what have I learned like everything <laughs> from book from book writing to life you know everything and my kids have grown up with this but but the thing that I've learned the most is even to hunker down more in gratitude. I mean, root in it as much as you can, because I'm a person who, my example is that, you know, I've, I've nearly lost my life a couple times due to food allergic reactions. And so um, breathing is key, <laughs> you know, <laughs> being alive is key. So I wake up every morning with sort of a different approach. I'm here, I'm, I'm alive, and I get to navigate my day through food allergies and so every day I'm on the planet is really happy for me because it's tricky. And, um, and then you kind of go from there. So um, there's just, there's so many lessons. I hope that's articulate enough, it's kind of all over the place. But, um, you know, percolates, a percolate really is about what it brews up for you. What does it mean to you and your life? And you write about the book. It's written so that you can, it's a nine-step process. It's kind of like how we make a change disguised in coffee metaphors and so forth, but really, and there's a ninth step process of how you make a change in your life, whether it's been made for you or whether you want to make it, it tells you how to, um, or not tells you, it guides you um, and some ideas on how to maybe do that. Oh, thank you. I, I, love, I love how you use the word hunker down in gratitude. That's a, that's a great line, hunker down in gratitude. And so one of the ways you hunker down and I know a lot of people with food allergies, and I and that is, it's like a job, right? <laughs> it is sometimes. Yeah, reading food labels and yeah, being prepared. I've been thinking a lot lately. It's almost like a food disorder in a way too, because um, I hate to say that out loud, but boy, you know, I'm I'm one of the older people with food allergies for twenty some years now, and it creates a lot of social anxiety and food anxiety and things like that that you you have to you know, approach with a kind heart to yourself and other people. 
Yeah, I think I think, I think food in general produces a lot of anxiety for people. <laughs> <laughs> There's layers. <laughs> it can be a trigger, right, for people. Like, what do I eat, or what are they eating, or oh shoot, maybe I should have picked that. Oh hell with it. <laughs> I just ate that whole pizza. I wasn't allergic to it. <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah. So, so as far as the hunkering down, you mentioned the breathing. Is there, is there, and you mentioned the journaling earlier, but how can you give us, how do you hunker down in gratitude? Because I, it, it's, I think everyone knows that gratitude definitely makes you feel good. And, but it is a practice to be grateful, right? Yeah. It, is, it, it doesn't come easy, right? It's so easy to, to note it, to get caught up in the, you know, what's going wrong or in the world because it's, we're so inundated with negativity. So how do you hunker down in gratitude? Well, what I, what I learned is something called, that I call the gratitude flip. So when something kind of comes your way that isn't so good, you can always find something to negate it. That is good. <laughs> so that's one really mindful. It ta- that takes practice to say, oh, I'm, my tire is flat. Eh, I'll sit and have a cup of coffee and hang out with the kids a little more. There's always a good, re- there's always a good reaction if you, if you stop and find it. Not everything is drama and negativity and you don't have to get sucked in. So um, that's the practice right there is to, um, if you're going to, you know, go toward, you know, I, I use the term getting sucked into negativity, get sucked into the positive and the gratitude and so forth and think about things differently. That's, that's the number one thing I could, could teach people if I could would be to really go all mindful. You know, even if you take a week out of your time, you know, week out of your life and slow yourself down to a crawl, um, doesn't even have to be a vacation or anything like that, but slow yourself down to a crawl and really pay attention to, you know, don't ignore everybody or anything like that, especially if kids or babies or whatever, but, you know, slow yourself down in ways that you can to a crawl and really pay attention to what you're thinking and feeling. And um, because a lot of times people spend their time in comparison um, mode, like they've got it better than me, their car is nicer, their clothes are nicer, their brand is better, their book's selling more, they, well, you think about it, whatever it is, that's another thing we do. So when you do that, when you compare and despair, you completely block gratitude. So that's the second thing. So the first thing would be like a gratitude flip where you flip it around and turn it into something positive, And that can be really tricky. You know, I can't, I, I honestly, I can't tell you like, Oh, you know, my father passed away. Let me flip that into gratitude. You know, that's that's not what I'm trying to say. You know, the the gratitude there was we were all together, you know, and and you know, everybody cried together and everybody got to be together and you know, there there were some things there, but you know, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking more about like, you know, eventually that's where you have to go with that, but talking more about like little everyday things that get under your skin that eventually if you brew up enough of the crap, you're in crap. Oh, thank Hi. you. So the, so the gratitude. <laughs> do you like my wording? <laughs> I do. I love your words. I love your crap. Yeah, it, it, it's so funny. I'm because... edit that out, actually, for me. <laughs> <laughs> not, not at all. Not at all. It, you know, somebody was, I was with um, some folks yesterday, yeah. and they were asking me if um, I had read some spiritual book, you know, that's, uh, and 
I, I just said to him, you know what? I have that book. And I just can't do it. I can't get through it. Like, it's just so, bu- so I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm just with like talking my language. <laughs> you, you know, I, I can, I can get that. And I think a lot of people feel the same way. So I love the, the gratitude um, flip. There's always, and really when you were, when you were explaining the gratitude flip, what showed up for me and, and with my emotional detox hat is the fact that when we allow ourselves to have a choice, we give ourselves feeling, right? I mean, feelings come from having a choice. And that's the highlight that I got that, wow, the choice gives you feeling. Like I can feel something here and then I can make a choice to, again, flip it and see it. And, and, and it really, I commend you for having that practice. That is not easy to do. Um, you have a choice in every moment. That's kind of my philosophy is you really do have a choice in every moment of how to react, respond, carry yourself, um, your character, your integrity, your beliefs, your goals, your everything. If you've got all that going um, in a positive direction, um, that's a different creature than somebody with all that firing in a negative direction there's you know there's negative energy and there's positive energy and you've got to learn where you want to be in that and and that I mean oh man I mean that that opens up naysayers it opens up the company you keep I mean that that, on and on and on but that's when that's what very often it's that deep and intense that's why people don't do it because it's work Absolutely. Like, don't pick up percolate if you don't want to do the work. I mean, somebody wrote that, and I agree. Like, don't pick up a self-help book unless you really want to, like, do the work involved, if you agree with it. Sometimes you pick them up, and you're like, mm-mm. But, like, you know, your book, you can pick up and, and do the work involved and associated with it and retrain the way you think and feel. It's cool. Absolutely. And, and, and what I love about um, – your way of saying, I just want to be real. I don't want get, to get too caught up in the brand. And I know that's your expertise is, is brand work, you know, helping people to brand their businesses and some of what you do. And uh, I, I love the way that you keep it real because what happens is people feel safe. Yeah. We don't, we don't feel safe around people that just try to do this. Hey, look at me. (laughs) Look how awesome I am. Look how good my life is going. And you too can have this million dollar, you know, and, and I'm, I'm with you. Like, I think that's why you and I click because I, I'm like, that is not for me. And I, I don't want people to be like me. I want them to be themselves. Yeah. And, and that's what feeling your feelings is all about. It's like, be you. Feeling your feelings means you have to be you. You can't feel my feelings and grow, right? And, I, and so to me, when you, your show and your book and who you are and your coaching, it's going to help people feel safe. And you can't. That is what you need to be able to really transform. I mean, that's, that's, you know, Abraham Maslow said it, you know, you got to have that number one platform. You got to feel safe um, to be yourself. And that's what you're saying that, you know, um, let's talk about it. Yeah. 
in a safe environment. Well, I had a, I had this conversation before we did this um, show with my husband and kids because my yeah, my hair was up like this and it was in a clip and all this, you know, it was like this. So just put it up, you know, that's safe. I feel safe with you. So there, I'm going to keep it real. I don't know how good that looks or whatever, but you know what I mean? It's going up, you know, and, and that's, that's, that's feeling safe because, you know, whoever you are out there, you deserve respect, self-love, self-worth, other people's respect, love, trust, caring, collaboration, whatever it is that you need. That, that was my whole goal in Best Ever You because I didn't feel safe. I was in this environment where I was like, whoa, I don't feel good here. This is not my crowd, my jam, whatever you want to call it. I was like, oh, I got to find my tribe and people and whoever it is. And I just felt like everybody was being fake in the world I was in. And um, I, I have trouble. Like I, I was telling somebody else this the other day, Nancy Levin, who's a fellow Hay House author. I was talking to her. Um, we were having a phone call and she was talking about um, Instagram. I was like, wow, she loves Instagram. And she's on there and all this stuff. And I don't love Instagram sometimes because everybody's Photoshopping themselves and um, they subtract 20 pounds off their body by elongating themselves and <laughs> all this stuff. And I'm like, well, I'm 50 mom of four. Uh, yeah. You know, no, I'm not going to be, you know, so anyway, yeah, but, you know what I mean? You feel the same way you're safe, you know, we can, and, and if you, if you, feel like you want to be all fake this might not be the show to watch for you because i you know i've got my hair on top of my head <laughs> you know i don't know yeah it, oh, it, it, sense. It, it, right and i think so many of our younger i mean i have three daughters and they're on you know two oh. of them are on all those social channels and all that and you have you have you know your four kids and boys, um, yeah. the boys right and and the thing is is you know, we see anxiety going through the roof and, and our kids um, and and kids from all backgrounds, abilities. I mean, we, there is no, you know, there, it does not discriminate anxiety. No. <laughs> it really doesn't. But what it really tells you is how when we go into these spaces of competition and negativity and comparison, there is no safety there. Because if there were, people would not be developing anxiety disorders over it, right? And, and that's really the message that, you know, between Elizabeth and I that we can, we sort of brought through our conversation for everyone today is that if you're in a space where there's comparison or even when people are sharing each other's muck, Sometimes you have to be careful. It's not too much, right? Yeah. And you leave there and you feel like, ooh, like in the moment it felt good. It's kind of like overindulging in pizza. <laughs> in the moment it tasted real good. But then later on I felt really shitty. So, um, you know, it's really, again, that, that, that's why it's so great to be with somebody who's sort of guiding the ship, right? Like yourself you're guiding your ship and you're, you're sort of bringing in the balance, you know, with, with, with the gratitude. And, you know, and, and I appreciate like the people, I, I like Facebook a lot because you can really, people rip on people sometimes for being like, Oh, I'm asking for prayers or thoughts or love or whatever. See, 
those are my people, <laughs> you know, I'm here, you know, and I will send you some love and a happy birthday wish and, you know, whatever it is that I can do that day, um, you know, to put a smile on your face. And, and if it's not me, I pray that it's somebody else in our community doing that. Cause we've got a lot of people now in the community who, sh who community <laughs> who show up for each other. You know, there's a lot of people in there, um, such as yourself, uh, Jen is in there, you know, there's a lot of resources in there. And, you know, we have people in our community who are autistic, like Jean Williams, she's autistic. And she is in a safe spot on Best Ever You. She knows she can go there and no one will make fun of her. No one will say anything mean to her. No, you know, it's a trusted, and you see Jean Williams, she'll comment. And, and um, you see I, um, uh, Winston Ben Clements, I interviewed him on the radio the other day. What a great person. I hope the whole world hears his message. Mm, that's, that's beautiful. And I, and I think what, you know, those of you who don't have a show or a platform, what people don't see behind the scenes is we are sort of mothering it. I, I know there are times like in my Choosing Love community and in the, you know, and just on my, people will sometimes post things that are little, I'm like, yeah, and I'll just take it down. <laughs> Yeah, I just take it down because it's just that little drop can really impact people. And so I just, you know, just uh, not feeling that much. Like I got trolled on Instagram yesterday. Somebody was like, are you sure you said that? I'm like, yep, it came out of my mouth, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And I'm like, eh. you know, you don't want that, you know, negativity if somebody's yeah, going it's, it's, it's political. It's the political or just anything that's yeah exactly and it's just not the space there's plenty of spaces for that where people can do that um but that's that's what it takes to really develop your you know your community like you said it truly is a community even though you can't really see each other <laughs> yeah. um, you, you can you can feel the vibe and people count on you know that reliability and that consistency that isn't necessarily there for them in the world right now. You know, everything's changing so rapidly and um, so many different directions that it's so nice to have a platform like yours where yeah. it's just safe and good old, you know, uh, it's reliable, it's consistent, and, um, and it's credible, right? Uh, that's credible. a big thing that I like. I, I want you to be able to go on to Best Ever You, not see any ads, not be taken into clickbait or click cycles. There's no uh, ad links on our on our articles. You know, there's a lot of different ways that you can make money on the internet. And um, I choose not to through besteveryou.com. You can go on there and click to your heart's content. And uh, it, it may, like there might be a, one Google ad on there or something, I don't know. And it's remnant, I, it's not my huge, that's not my thing at all um, to, to to do that so um but i know that you know a lot of people do that they're like buy my book and download this and download 10, 20 clicks later you know you're like and buy this and i'm like mm, no that's not me mm. but um what i am about is and i just kind of wrote this down as you were talking um to remind myself is that i one of the things i really think about people is that everybody has something special about them um that they want to tell you about and that's something that I really love. That's the huge featuring you section on besteveryou.com. I really love people's gifts and talents. And what I really want to do is have an even bigger platform where people share those. So if you, 
I'm the one have written a book. Come on over, let's talk about it or or write about it. Give me a blog about it and we'll tell everybody about it. You've you know, if you're a singer, you know, if it's something that you know is clean and we can post and you know kind of support self-help and so forth, we're all about um anybody. Um coming on, you know, we had Sherry Salata on the other day, you know, she was Oprah's executive producer forever. And that's awesome. And she came on to little best ever you and had a chat and she was the nicest person ever. So that's, that's what you mean. You just, you just want to have a space where everybody, um, we've had um, kids on, you know, teenagers. I mean, we've had everybody on best ever you. And so it's, it's, um, it's, it's fun like that, I think. And, um, there's, I like to, there's adults that, um, guide people you know there's people in our platform who have adults is wrong people with more experience um who will give you advice and give you some direction and mentor you a little bit like i think of gary kobat when i when i'm thinking that um he is a mentor he's like self-help yoda <laughs> so he's mr self-love self-worth boundaries and all that good stuff and he's in there so if you need him he's there Wow. wow. You know, so incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who needs television? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I barely watch TV. Right. I love movies, but I don't like TV a lot. Yeah. That, that's right. probably, I think we're similar. You and I sit and write a lot and hang out with the kids and hang out with our husbands and just chill. Peaceful. Absolutely. Very, very simple. There, you know, they're, they're, it always cracks me up about Instagram because people post all these things and I think, what am I going to do? Post my grocery shopping? <laughs> I just had that conversation too. With my husband this morning, I'm like, hey, I'm on Instagram. I'm like, I, um, uh, I don't know really what to post here. I, I don't know. You're not going to catch me in a thong. You're not going to catch me in, a, in my, you know, I just don't know what to post. And well, here I am. Yeah, I yeah, you know, and especially with four boys, you know, what am I going to put? You know, it's, it's ridiculous. So yeah. I, I get a kick out of but yeah, Instagram is funny. Yeah, yeah, it is. Taking, what I found about Instagram really is I like taking pictures. Yeah. And I can, when it's hard because there's no links and I'm kind of link, you know, through my radio show or whatever, I'm, you know, go listen to it or whatever. So Instagram sort of blocks that a little bit, but really good for pictures. Um, and I love pictures of flowers. So, you know, I guess I'm on Instagram for, for pictures of flowers. <laughs> Yeehaw, right? Oh, thank you so much, Elizabeth. Listen, where can people get Perkily? Where, where can they find you? Um, Percolate is wherever books are sold, and in Canada, it's distributed by Random House, um, which is cool. And so it's a Hay House book, so hayhouse.com, Amazon, um, really you can walk into any bookstore. And I don't know if it'll be on the shelf necessarily, because um, it's five years old, but you can ask for it. Or you can just email me, and I'd be happy to, you know, sign a copy and mail it to you, too. So, oh. Wow. oh, that's really nice. And how about your how about your show and your site? Um, so the website is besteveryou.com and the radio show is it's a besteveryou.com and you just click radio and all of the shows are there. I'm working on a website specifically for the radio show. Um, it's syndicated on iTunes and iHeartRadio and Stitcher, you know, basically wherever you're listening to a podcast. Um, it's there. I think it's in the process of getting approved up on Spotify right now. Um, so yeah, just, and there's elizabethgarino.com. It's just me. But at, at best of you. I hang out on Twitter mostly. 
I was oh. really honest, I'm a Twitter bug. Twitter oh. bird. Um, okay. Well, best ever you on Twitter. Best ever you on Twitter. Okay. So get a hold of me fast. That's them right on there. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And I just want to mention, we didn't get into this topic and maybe you could come back and we, I, I thought of bringing it up, but I thought this is a really big topic, but I'd love you to come back on the show at some point and talk about weight loss. Oh yeah. That's your thing, right? Thing, but, yeah. I've, I've helped a lot of people lose a hundred. Yeah. So I feel like we need to dedicate an, an entire show to that. Would you, and would you be willing to do that? I would love that as long as you come back on my show and talk uh, about everything. Let's do it. Anxiety. We'll trade. Awesome. So listen, guys, um, I'm glad you got to meet Elizabeth. If you hadn't known about her already, make sure you grab her book and just know everything is also all the episodes for emotional detoxes on my website. So you can go there and I will have her besteveryou.com and all her links there for you as well. So it was so great to talk to you today. Thanks so much. And thanks everybody out there for joining us and have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening. To learn more about the Emotional Detox live group coaching sessions and all of Sherrianna's books, go to sherriannaboyle.com.